Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Sports Beat KC, the Kansas City Stars Daily Sports Podcast. It's Thursday, March 30th, and I'm Blair Kirkhoff. Welcome to Opening Day. Baseball's different that way, isn't it? When you say Opening Day and don't specify the sport, you know what we're talking about. Other sports don't celebrate it like baseball. Hey, do the Reds still have that Opening Day parade? Give me a second, let me check it out. Yep, sure do. No parade for the Royals, but plenty of anticipation for a team that's young, has a new manager, and GM who's been on the job for less than a year. Zach Grinke takes the mound against the Minnesota Twins today. He'll be throwing to Salvador Perez, and although the Royals are generally a young team, there'll be no other team in baseball with a battery that has players closer to the Hall of Fame than Grinke and Perez for the Royals. You'll hear from them today, plus youngsters Vinny Pascontino, Bobby Witt Jr., and MJ Melendez, and from new manager Matt Cotrero and GM JJ Piccolo. They all took part in a media question and answer session on Wednesday. Topic ranged from opening day excitement, team prospects, baseball's new rules, and more. Okay, let's get started. Uh, I'll start with kind of an obvious question, you know, what's it like under manager Q and how's that change been for you guys and how's it been for the better for you all? I think you can't answer that one better than me. Now, Q is a great guy, you guys know him. Uh, we, we feel good, you know, excited for the opening day. It's a nice season. Uh, all the staff we have, all the coaches, you know, they do a pretty good job. We have a great relationship, we have great communication. So they're going to be fine. Um, one, one for each of you guys. Uh, Zach, I, I wonder uh, what it feels like to 
to have the opening day duty uh, all these years, is it still an extra level of excitement? Yeah, it'll be nice. Um, just hope to do good and just play good is the most important thing, more so than any specific day. Salvi, I wonder what it's been like for you to, to, to catch Zach and to get to know him uh, over the last year, if that, if that's meant to you. It's an honor to catch a Hall of Fame, you know? That's what I, that's what I think about soccer. I think he's, what he's doing this game, you know, it means a lot to him, man. So hopefully I'll appreciate trying to be like him. Yeah, what are your guys' expectations for the years? You kind of don't have a lot of love for the national media. What do you think? What's your expectation? I think, I think everything, my league, want to win a World Series, you know? Go back to play off and all that thing. That's why we're here. I think we're gonna do our best and, and see what happens. And Zach, did you give any consideration to retiring early on? Come on. I mean, uh, I guess it would have been possible, but strongly leaning towards not retiring was uh, was kind of the, the thought going into it. But if no teams wanted me, then I guess I would probably have still hard it. I finished pretty solid last year, so then I felt like I got actually a decent amount better this, this offseason. So um, some, of the, some of the pitching rules are a little tougher um, for tougher for some pitchers than others, and um, the shift rule might be a little tougher for me getting lefties out. And, just uh, had to get better in order to to continue to pitch good. How do you? Oh, sorry. How do you think you got better during the offseason? Uh, I got more more pitches now, and then my pitches are better actually. So I mean, it's. So I'll be, uh, are you laughing, man? <laughs> <laughs> We'd be laughing. <laughs> Uh, how much did you, uh, you and the other guys enjoy the World Baseball Classic and how do y'all bring that energy to the team? I was, I was a great experience, you know, I was super fun. Uh, we got beat by USA, it's okay. Uh, but yeah, we have a great experience, great experience. It's a lot of young guys, first time WBC. We have a great group, you know. Uh, no ego, no group. And it was pretty fun. Uh, this question for both of you guys: the development of pitchers, because uh, Zach, you're starting, but you know Brady and Brad, their development. What are you seeing for them that may have changed, especially with the new pitching staff and everything that you like going into this season? I like everything, you know, to this season. They, they will pitch really good in spring training. Hopefully, they they stay that way, you know. And they have the staff; they don't need to believe, but they have belief in himself, you know. And I think they're gonna be fine. Um, most of our pitchers have gotten a little better. And then uh, I think a lot of our position players got a little better, which, I mean, at that age time, it kind of makes sense. But uh, it's once you facing the season and going every five days and throwing 150-plus innings, it's a little tougher than just uh, throwing bullpens and facing guys, uh, half, half big league teams, half minor league teams. So it's not guaranteed to translate, but every, everyone – Pretty much everyone looks like they've gotten a little bit better since last year or two years ago. Um, Joel? For both of you guys, you've both been through a lot of opening days now in your career. 
I've seen that look many times before, Sally. But it, it, does this day always feel different to you? Do, do, the, the magnitude or the excitement, the fans, or is it just another day? You got more than me. He's got more. Uh, open day is all. I mean, for the fans, it seems to be always great. Um, this year, I guess it's going to be windy, but the weather seems to be maybe decent. I can't really quite figure out what tomorrow's going to be like yet. Uh, nice weather on opening day is is always pretty pretty good uh, experience. Yeah, the same. <laughs> he, he just he just said more than you. <coughs> you don't know, have nothing left, huh? <laughs> Uh, Sally, with Zach and a couple of the other veteran pitchers being able to call their own pitches on the pitch count, do you, do you like that? When they pitch, when they call yeah. the pitch, yeah. yeah. It's easy for me. <laughs> yeah, there's just no, I mean, uh, you catch, gonna do it catchers, tomorrow? it's so much easier for catchers. Yeah. Like, uh, You're going to do it tomorrow? I am going to, but uh, <laughs> now the pitcher can't like blame the catcher for time to give up. Uh, <laughs> and stuff. Nah. Uh, but it should be fun, but it's different. I think it's a little quicker, you know. I, and I think, you know, I like that. And when we win, we win together. When we lose, we not lose together. Okay. If somebody really pitch right in the middle and give up a home, a home error or something like that, it's not, it's not about and it's about everybody, you know. So I think it's just, it's, it's a little quicker. Good. All right. Thank you, guys. How do you guys feel it? What are you most excited about, Vinny? And then Bobby? Do I need to, can you hear me if I said back or should I? <laughs> uh, it's super special. For me, it's my first one. For him, it's his second, but I don't think it'll be any less special. Um, it's really exciting for the players. It's the it's a fresh start. It's the opportunity to see the fans for the first time, other than spring training, other than for the, you know, the people who came down. It's just a really exciting time. We're all moved in now. Um, we're just ready to go. and. For me, this is my first Major League opening day, and I'm really excited about it. I've got a lot of family in town, and we're uh, we're really excited to get this thing rolling. Yeah, you kind of nailed it. Uh, you start 0-0. No wins, no losses, so you get a fresh start, and you just got to think, hit the ground running. And I know a lot of guys in there, and me and Vinny, uh, just been working hard this offseason just really just kind of get to our potential. And I know the sky's the limit for us, and so we're just going to keep working each and every day as a team and just build that and just keep growing together with this new staff and everything, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Joe? You guys both talk now. I know you're both gone. Um, your first impressions or impressions during spring training of, uh, of Q? I've, it's been great. Um, he's coming. He's been coming up to us, asking us what do we think, and just hearing that from a guy that has played one year in the big leagues, and me and Benny both just playing a little bit in the big leagues, just asking us what do we think we should do and things like that. It's just really... It's uh, eye-opening just to see and hear and just, just really, it's make, he's making us this our team, and so which is really special and just really just talking through things with him and everything, and so it's been it's been great. Um, yeah, very very laid-back guy, so it's been it's been great. I think a lot of guys in there like well, what he said. <laughs> Vinny, could you speak to the elimination of the shift and how you expect that to you know, to be helpful to you? Yeah, from a personal level, I think it, I, for really any left-handed hitter, um, I think it helps. We we tinkered with a little uh, wrinkle in how we can use it yesterday, and I'm sure teams will be doing that too. I saw that against the Twins last week. Somebody was brought in an outfielder to, like, short right field on Gallo. So it'll be interesting to see. 
but to be honest, it's just one of those things. You just try to hit hit the ball hard and see what happens. If a guy catches it, he catches it. If he doesn't, he doesn't. And there's still a lot of holes on the field. There was when there was a shift too, and you just try to find those holes. That's all you got to try to do. For both of you, what are you trying to improve upon? Bob, you played full year, Benny, most of the year. What are you trying to improve upon from year one to year two to make that next step? I think it's just keep keep getting better at everything. I know there's some good things that went on last year, but there's a lot of things I need to improve on, and so I'm just working on whether it's defensively, now I'm going playing shortstop, just trying to be the best shortstop I can be, trying to be the best, I guess, in the league, just whatever, just to help the team as much as possible, help the pitchers out, and then as well as at the plate, just to be able to zone in on pitches I want to hit, just be the best Bobby Wood Jr. I can possibly be, do my job to help the team, and I think that that's what everyone's going to do in there, just do their job, do their part, and then everything else will kind of play it played out, because everyone in there is we got amazing talent, so that's all we got to really do and just keep building off each other, keep learning each and every day. You learn through failure, and then you just keep going. I, I think for me, the obvious sort of thing I look at is improve on the record from last year. From a personal level, I'm just excited to make adjustments to the adjustments made on me. That's that's what I find fun in the game is the strategy of trying to figure out how people are going to get you out, how you're going to get better at, at, for me at first base. How am I going to be a better base runner? I, I might not be fast. I think we all know that now. That's probably not going to change. But how can I How can I be the best base runner on the team? Um, he's really fast. He's also a good base runner. But maybe I can get up to that IQ level and see what happens. So for me, just trying to trying to figure out how to just, just get that 1% better. Uh, not to sound like too much of a cliche, but that's, that's really all it is. It's just trying to figure out what are pitchers trying to do what am I trying to do offensively, defensively, base running wise, and then just turn it up a notch? You, you've talked uh, in some of the national interviews about, you know, maybe taking the next next step for the team. What does that mean, winning on a more consistent basis? What do you guys have to do to do that? Make the playoffs. Is that, is that your goal for this year? It's a goal every year, walking in. I don't want to put expectations on us, but I, I think I think we'd be lying to ourselves if. Okay, really, all 30 teams. If you're not coming into the season trying to trying to extend your season, to be honest, I don't really know what you're doing. That's why I play the game is to win. And I think the first thing you look at is win more games than you lose. And then the next step is get into that get into that postseason. And MJ Melendez, everybody. <laughs> hey, Bobby, the World Baseball Classic being around. I mean, so many. The greats of the game. Did you pick up anything pick up anything specifically that you you can use going forward? Yeah, I think just being around those guys in general, I picked up a lot just by watching their routine, seeing how they get ready for a game, and I think it speaks for itself. They're all all stars, and just being around those guys and just how they were as people was was amazing, and I think that will help me as a whole. And just I don't think there was like one. There was a lot of kind of specific things for each and every guy, but I feel like I've learned something from each and every person from even the pitching staff to, to the catcher. So it was really cool just to be a part of that and just kind of almost gives you confidence, like, oh, you're a part, part, a part of that team. It's really special just to be around these all-stars. It makes you want to kind of keep keep working hard, keep doing those things so you can keep being a part of those those times. Uh, really, for the other guys then, too, it's this sort of same concept. What, what do you think your biggest takeaway from what you got the most out of the baseball class was and, and how, how will that apply really even right now going forward the season? I think just the intensity level was turned up 10 clicks every every single game. Those are some of the most stressful games I've ever played in my life, but not in a bad way. Just in terms of every pitch meant everything. Yeah. 
any any little mistake or the way I like to say is any little advantage you created was way better for your team. It wasn't necessarily the mistakes that you might make or your team might make. It's if you can get that extra 90 feet, if you can score that extra run, especially the way that tournament was set up with how runs allowed mattered and different things like that. Like it was just super, super impactful mentally playing in that environment, being able to see what a postseason could look like. And for me, that's what I took away from it. Uh, Mr. Sherman was up here earlier and he was asked about maybe signing some young players. You guys would all three fit in that, you know, maybe past free agency. Uh, not to ask your business or anything, but he said an active negotiation for maybe going on with, with some of the young players. Just in general, generally speaking, how do you feel about trying to commit as a young player to a place like Kansas City and maybe giving up some free agency? Yes, I, I love it here. It's been great, but now I just kind of focus on this year, and I think that's what kind of both these guys are too, just really focusing on kind of the year to come because we want to put a new staff, new changes. We really want to kind of buy-in as a team and just kind of that's been the, been the I guess, focus point. So yeah, I think kind of answer that. I think uh, a lot of us are just, you know, we have so many new things going on this year and, you know, all of our focus is really driven towards, you know, going out and winning, um, creating a winning culture. Um, that's something that, you know, you guys have seen here in the past, 2014, 2015, um, with your guys and that's what we're, we're looking to do here this year. and. Uh, and you know, in, in years to come. So just really focused on winning right now, and uh, I think that's really what all of us want to do. Maybe just to follow up when you said make the playoffs, is that something you're saying to us because we asked the question? Is that something you guys, even in the clubhouse, have talked about, or is it just understood thing? It's just understood. It's nothing you need to talk about. Um, I think it's just a pretty, <coughs> pretty simple mindset, really. It's just that's why we play. And that's what we want to do. And I think that's a good follow-up to that question. Is that we're about to work on this time, extending our season. Uh, for Bobby and MJ, we, we think about the pitch clock from a pitcher's perspective, but I'm wondering what spring training taught you all about, you know, about the pitch clock and what you need to do as a hitter to uh, kind of be ready for, uh, you know, the shortened time. Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, um, no. I think, you know, getting a little bit of it last year in AAA and being a year of as well, um, can kind of attest to that. Uh, got used to it a little bit. Um, I think that I was able to learn, you know, kind of like the do's and don'ts. Um, just for me personally, um, last year, I think, um, at the beginning of the year, just kind of trying to create that time for myself to, to try to think, you know, okay, you know, now what? Um, I feel like this spring I was able to really just you know stay locked in the whole at bat. It's like okay, instead of let me instead of me you know taking a break and, and trying to refresh my mind, let me just kind of stay locked in on the pitcher. Um, even in times like if I'm taking a pitch, maybe I just you know stay in the box, stay you know close to my stance where I'm not having to get out and then get back in and try to rush. And also the bigger bases. They said steals were up in spring training. Um, I mean, Bobby, you beat out grounders last year when the bases were little. Now they're like pizza boxes. So, I mean, do you guys find that that's really going to help this team with speed on the bases, having them huge? Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. Just any any little advantage you get, I think, because that's kind of how we are as a team. We, we like to run. We have some speed, and so I think that's kind of playing our favor. And so it's going to be it's going to be fun just to kind of see how everything plays out with that. And on the defensive side, Vinny, is it harder? When the bases are bigger and a guy's trying to run out of ground out. No, I love it because I, 
I don't feel like I'm going to get stepped on at first base as much. <laughs> There's a little bit more room there to uh, to not get stepped on. So for me, the only adjustment is really I've been my entire life I've run to the base while really not looking at the base, so I know where it's always been, and it got moved a few inches, which is a which is a pretty big deal when it comes to like trying to find your footing when you're not looking. So last year I I played with them in AAA, so I'm I'm pretty much used to it now, and I I think it's a cool change that. I think you will see some differences with stolen bases and stuff, and maybe I'll climb up, climb up there. Um, we'll an extra, an extra, like, uh, people keep thinking it, it affects them. It affects me. You don't want to just go. You know? How many times have you been thrown out? Zero times. <laughs> Martin, uh, you guys making your first big league opening day. Growing up, have you been to a big league opening day before? I had not. Um, I just remember watching all of the ceremonies. Like I, for some reason in my mind, I have a very vivid memory of watching the Orioles opening day a few years ago, because they ran out from the bullpen. That was the only thing I really remember. And then a few years ago, the White Sox played the Royals on opening day when I was in college, and I remember specifically looking at that game. Um, and now, now we're going to be in Kauffman for opening day, so it's pretty cool to think back of a few years ago. Yeah, it's exciting. Um, you know, I think last year. Uh, it's it's pretty you know funny mentioning it like watching Bobby on opening day from from the clubhouse in Omaha it was like really exciting because you know you see somebody you you've played alongside and it's like you know you know you're going to be there one day um, and to be able to now do that together with a lot of the guys that um, I played with in the minor leagues and uh, and last year um, you know us kind of you know getting our footing and and now being here on opening day so it's it's an exciting feeling we're really uh, really pumped for it. You go to Marlins. No, I've never been to any opening day. Just watch them all on TV. Cool. Okay, you want PJ? Yeah. So, um, since y'all played with the rules in, in the minors, was it a bigger adjustment last year coming up to the majors and then kind of amended it there? Yeah, there was a few times where I got, when I was in the big leagues last year, I would be ready in the box and the pitcher wasn't even close to the mound. Like I would, I like tap the plate and I look up. I would look up a few times and have to back out of the box because the guy was like walking around the mound or something. So. So yeah, there was a, definitely an adjustment there. Um, I feel like I didn't really get used to the, the pitch clock uh, when I was in AAA. I was still trying to figure it all out. Um, I think catching is, is a little bit different. There's a, I think you can kind of create an advantage on the defensive side, um, but I, I wasn't so I wasn't really fully comfortable with it. So when I, whenever I got called up, I was it felt it was like a side relief. Feeling this is going to be the last one. <laughs> I went to a game in spring, not working, like a fan, sat down by the first base dugout, and I heard when a guy hit the bag, I heard a thunk. And I was like, wow, I've been uh, same bases for over 100 years. Did you notice a different sound when, it, when, it, when a guy hit the bag? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, that's probably just because I'm focused on catching the ball. So. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm expecting this place to have 40,000 people in it. I hope I can't hear it. So Seriously. When you, I'll, give it, I'll give it a shot. When yeah. you hear it this year, let me know. I'll come right up to it. I'll point at the camera or something and let you know. <laughs> Thank you.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Hey, this is Blair. There are several ways to access the Star Sports section. Let me tell you about a couple of them. There is Sports Pass. For $12.99 a month, you get unlimited digital access to all of the Star Sports content, including beat writing, columns, features, pretty much everything we write. The deal renews monthly until you tell us to cancel. For $159.99 a year, you get everything the Star has to offer digitally, including sports and the E-Edition. Go to KansasCity.com and drop down to the bottom of the page where it says start a subscription for more information. Your support has never been more important. As always, thanks for reading and listening. Hey, Jay, um, what, what would you like to see this year um, to know that you're on the right track and the changes you made this offseason? Um, yeah, um, just improvement. I mean, you always want to look at team improvement. But that really comes through the form of individuals getting better. Um, you know, we're at a stage with a lot of young players that now they're getting into their second and third years. You're going to start to figure out what type of major league player they are. Um, I think they're very in tune with what, with what they need to do. If they do those things individually, the team is going to benefit. So it's just really steady improvement and getting better every day. Is improvement just strictly results, or are there other processes that you'd like to see? Well, you, you do want guys to tighten up processes and get locked into whatever the routines are, but, but it is. I mean, it's a game of performance, and guys got to perform. It's the major leagues. Um, there's a level of patience we need to show that we will, um, but, but it, when it comes down to it, players need to perform, coaches need to perform, front offices need to perform. So uh, ultimately, that all, we want it to all come together because we'll all benefit at the end. Uh, Joe? Q and JJ, just curious how unique it is to have a battery tomorrow on opening day that both of whom may end up in the Hall of Fame very likely will and the comfort level that gives both of you too. I know I'm comfortable with it you know I mean with all the stuff that goes with an opening day and the you know especially for a staff that's very green when it comes to the roles we're in I had Zach out there somebody that you know is going to handle it and has done it several times before and Salvi's you know speaks for itself like he's the way the guys follow him in there and look up to him and the energy he brings, it's, it's definitely comforting for me. Yeah, I would echo those thoughts. I mean, it's neat that they're Royals legends, but they're baseball legends. And uh, it is a pretty unique day to have that. I don't know if I'm sure it's happened somewhere along the way, but uh, yeah. you know, for us, I mean, it's, it's, it's neat. It's, we're, we're proud of it. They were originally signed by the Royals and here they are late in their career and they're still Royals. Zach obviously came back. Uh, hey, 
This would be kind of for both of you guys. We were talking with Mr. Sherman. He, he actually used the word vibes. He said the vibes were good. I didn't think he knew much Gen Z verbiage, but he was throwing it out there. And so tell me about spring training. What was the vibe? And he said there was a shift kind of in culture. Okay. Um, the vibe was good. Okay. I mean, no, no question. Um, but I, I think we knew that going into spring training. I mean, spring training was the start of putting uniforms on and watching guys get on the field. But there were a lot of meetings prior to getting to Surprise that you could feel it on Zoom meetings. We didn't have too many in-person meetings, but a lot of Zoom meetings. Um, you know, and, and we felt that even going through the interview process, whether it was Q or Brian Sweeney, Zach Bowe, Mitch Stetter, Jose Agassiz, all these new, new coaches we have, um, but I, I think what I noticed uh, from a front office perspective, um, there was an openness, uh, a collaboration that was taking place. Players enjoyed it. There was really good back and forth. Uh, and and then the key to that is, whether it's Q or Brian, they're asking people, what do you think? Whether you're, What do you think as a player? What do you think about your career? Where do you want to go? What do you think you need to do? Um, you know, last night on the plane, we were talking about different lineups, potential lineups. And Q's, I said, look, I don't, I don't want to get involved in the lineups. He said, yeah, but I want to hear what you have to think, you know, what you have to say. So that creates that vibe, that back and forth, where you're going to get on the same page. And there are a lot of times that, you know, we left the office, Q's office, where I said, hey, let's sleep on this and think about it. And then the next morning, you come back, and we sort of arrived at the same conclusion. So that's where you start feeling like you're, you're in sync. And that was the vibe I felt. I can't speak for Q. Yeah, I, I would agree with that and from a player standpoint. Um, these guys, these guys have been extremely anxious to communicate. Let us know what they're thinking, what they're feeling. Not not just with me, but more so with their position-specific coaches, pitching guys, hitting guys, infield, and they they're just hungry to work. You know, and, and it's been really refreshing. Uh, hey, uh, this one for Coach Q here. Uh, I'm sure when you came into the season, you had some perceptions of the guys, you did your research on the guys, but what, if anything, what are your biggest takeaways from going through a whole spring with them that kind of surprised you, that's led you to believe something differently than what you may have thought before with the, the guys that you had? You know, to be honest, I did not do a ton of background digging on the guys. I didn't want to have my initial impressions be biased by what other people thought. Um, I looked up some stats and just some general background, where they were from, colleges they went to, high school, whatever, that kind of stuff, just to have icebreaker conversation starters. But I didn't want someone else to tell me what to think of them. Um, so I think going into it with that fresh slate, I think I think that was a benefit to me um, and to the whole staff. Um, I still had some pleasant surprises from the standpoint of like what I just mentioned, is like the willingness to communicate, the willingness to to learn to be vulnerable, these guys don't—they they don't have it all figured out, and none of them are pretending that they do, you know. And I think that's one of the things that was really refreshing was that they—they've been in the major leagues, even in the conversations I had in the winter. Like they took some lumps, some of them had success, some of them didn't, but none of them were happy with, "Hey, I'm a big leaguer." No, it's—I want to be here for a long time. I want to stay. I want to get better. I want to have a winning team. All, whatever the comments were. Those things were really fun to hear. Uh, Pete. Coach, uh, Q, you, you said you didn't look up too much on the players, but what have you thought of Bobby Witt? I know he left for a long time from the WBC. Has he done any, been any different than you expected coming in? He's been 
far surpassed whatever I like his maturity um, on and off the field for a, a player of his age is pretty much unrivaled from what I've seen you know um, and, and he still has that innocence of love for the game you know the, the thing that stood out to me was we were on the half field out there um, the day before games started in spring training and we were just happened to be there at the same time and he just looked at me and said I am so excited for tomorrow and that's day one of a spring training game where he's probably going to play four or five innings. But he was serious and he was genuine about it. And that, that carries over into how he does his work, how he plays the game. And now watching him play, I mean, he's, he came out right out of the gate, hitting the ball hard, working his tail off in the infield. You know, just it's just been tremendous. Do you have a lot of guys who are making their first opening day roster? Uh, any moments stand out about being able to tell some of those guys that they made it? <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was, um, you know, some of those guys, I kind of approached it as, regardless of whether it was their first or their 20th, you know, it's still an accomplishment. It's something to something to really cherish because you shouldn't take those for granted. So, um, you know, a couple of them, you know, like we were, we were on uh, going over to play, I think it was the Padres, and I called a couple of those guys, Massey and Vinny, and that were, yeah, I said, hey, you, you probably don't have much doubt, but I just want to congratulate you on making the roster. And Vinny said, oh, man, you scared the crap out of me. He called me in here. And I said, you think I was going to release you? Or I sit down like 30 seconds before the game starts? And then later we got out to the dugout, and Massey said, he, he said, I don't know where you got that. There was never a doubt thing in my mind, you know, like something like that. Um, but, you know, some of the ones I wasn't expecting, too, was uh, – Duffy was really happy. You know, Fran Mill gave me a huge hug, which is, as you can imagine, <laughs> a pretty impressive thing. Yeah, yeah. But some of even like the veteran guys, you know, and that shows the kind of people they are. They're not taking us for granted, you know. Even Zach gave me a big smile and a handshake when he told him he was going to be the opening day starter. All right, uh, Todd. Um, we talked uh, last time I saw you was out there in spring training five weeks ago or something. You guys haven't played a game yet. You played a lot of these games with the rules. Many of your players have, have already dealt with these rules in the minor league. What have you learned, I guess, over the last five weeks or so managing with these rules? And what what, what should fans kind of expect if they haven't had, they had a chance to watch much? Well, the pace of the game has been tremendously different. You know, I mean, we've had a couple games around two hours, a bunch of them in that 210 to 230 range. Um, even the, the, the long ones have been right around three hours. So that that's a, that's a big difference. Um, there's definitely a, a different feel to as the game's going on. I think, you know, as I've watched the clock, I'm still trying to figure out what I should be watching and where the clocks are and all that kind of stuff. But the, I've seen pitchers pitching with still 8, 10, 12 seconds on the clock. I think as, as things count, you'll see that tick down more and more because they're going to want to catch their breath. They're going to want to think things through a little bit more as the as the pressure or the the importance of the situation comes up. But the other thing that stands out is there are way more ground balls that got through the infield. Um, they're just, you know, they're hitting them, where they, hitting them where they ain't, right? What they used to say. So those are, those are the two things that really stand out. So I was thinking of your first time in this role tomorrow. I just wonder what you're most anxious for and what end game possibilities do you think might provide the most anxiety doing for the first time? Well, I think that without a doubt, it's how you run the pitching staff. Um, when you when you get the guys up, you don't want to get them hot too many times. You want to bring them in for the right situations and put them in a 
position to succeed. So no question, that's the thing that weighs on my mind the most. You know, I haven't done it at this at this level, and but I think through the communication with Brian and Hoove and Vance and and with JJ and those guys ahead of time, you know, we're, we're going to have a plan. You know, it's sometimes you have to deviate from it, so it's just a matter of getting it right. It's the one thing that probably spring training doesn't really allow you to, to practice a ton. What has been sort of the cycle of, of trying to do dry runs of that? Yeah, there, you, can, you don't do it in spring training. You know, everything's scripted. The guys know when they're going to pitch. You know, I've, I've sat there and thought through it as we're going. What would I do here or whatever? But, you know, you're not acting on it, so it's not the same. Matt, it's really related, but just um, opening day first for, for many people, and that does include you. I mean, aside from that level of anxiety about it, how do you process what this day will mean to you? Yeah, I, I mean, I, to be honest, going through spring training, you don't have a lot of time to process what's coming. You know, it's just a constant, you're in the day-to-day. Um, on the plane last night, kind of sunk in a little bit more on the way back, like, hey, we're... We're, we're there, you know, I mean, I knew today would be a pretty hectic day and um, just trying to wrap my head around all the different things. But that, that goes in, the comfort comes in knowing that the people we hired and the people that have been here are quality people that are taking care. You've heard me since day one, they're managing their areas. So I don't have to worry about Brian getting the pitchers ready or who getting the catchers ready or whoever it is. Like, I know when we walk out there on the field, those guys are going to be ready. PJ? Coach, um, you talked about players being open to, you know, uh, some critiques and having an open mind. Has that, has that been kind of a, not, not a difficult team to pass, but is that a kind of transition that some players aren't as open as others when they kind of make it up for minors up to the major leagues? I think everybody's different. You know, some, some guys, you know, some guys come, regardless of the level they're getting to, some guys don't want to be considered a work in progress or a project. They don't want to show the vulnerability um, but I haven't heard that from anybody in here. I mean, and when you when you look at the two guys that are playing, you know, in the battery tomorrow, those two guys are as open as anybody to making changes. And when you have a 20-year vet and a 13-year vet leading the way in that regard, it's kind of hard for the other guys to not follow suit. Is having those two kind of kind of ease your mind on on your first opening day? Oh yeah, 100 percent. That'll do it for today. Thanks to Randy Mason for producing the show and to the Sportsbeat KC staff of Monty Davis, Jeff Rosen, and Scott Chasen. Hey, you won't be able to finish today's morning sports edition. It's 55 pages loaded with opening day stories from around baseball, Final Four previews of the men's and women's championships, NFL news, golf, tennis, hockey, basketball, everything in sports is there. Check it out at liveedition.kansascity.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back soon with another Sportsbeat KC, where we talk sports in Kansas City every day.